Kingdom Pursuits, where you hear from ordinary people instilled with an extraordinary passion. Together we explore the stories of men and women who take what they love and let God turn their passion into Kingdom Pursuits. Now, live from the Truth Booth, your host, Robbie Dillmore. God's timing is often phenomenal as I... uh Every week, get to see how he times out the guests that arrive on Kingdom Pursuits, and we see how God takes your passion and uses it to build the kingdom. And once again, (laughs) he's come through for us in an amazing way today. I think you'll see as the show plays out today that first up, we have Chris Patton. And Chris has a wonderful website called ChristianFaithAtWork.com. And, you know, what he, his passion is to be able to share and integrate his faith into his work. And if there's ever a time that as we see the events of the last 24 hours that we're going to need to be able to integrate our faith with our work, and we're we're going to be standing around the water cooler, and there's going to be a lot of folks that have a lot of questions, we have an opportunity to shine our light, as we talked about on the Christian Car Guy show today. So, Chris, welcome to the Kingdom Pursuits. I'm so glad to have you, especially for such a time as this. Thank you, Robbie. I appreciate it. I am thrilled to be here. And so thrilled you ran a 5K this morning just to get here. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I did. And so uh, could you share with our listeners a little bit about how God has been using you in the, you're actually in the car business. I didn't share that, but how he has used you in that line in order to be a light. Well, I'll tell you, Robbie, it was, uh, it's been about 12 years ago, um, I've been in the car business all my life. I'm third generation in the business. My brother and I are partners uh, with my dad, and uh, we've been running it for about 15 years now. But it was about 12, 13 years ago that I started realizing that God wanted more than just my Sunday and a, an occasional Wednesday night as far as my life was concerned. He wanted the whole thing. thought I had to leave the business initially to follow my faith and to have an impact for him, and then I realized over a period of time Actually, he took a two-by-four upside my head and made me realize that I could do my faith in the business. And so since roughly 03, that's the way we've been trying to do it in our uh, dealership group. We've got about 100 employees, um, and God has just shown us 50 different ways or more to to integrate our faith into the workplace, you know, day in, day out, week in, week out. And, uh, you know, some examples, we got a chaplain that comes through uh, two days a week and spends uh, time with each and every employee, roughly 100 employees. Um, he leads a Bible study on Thursdays and Fridays, voluntary, kind of teaching them how to be a chaplain in their area of the workplace. Um, we lead, open all of our meetings with prayer. We have um, a library of books that employees can check out. We yeah, Actually, Chris, y- you have 67 proven ways, because we know it's from your book, <laughs> <laughs> to integrate your faith. And we're going to get to uh, several of those but I know one of the things that, that our listeners are going to want to hear, and I don't remember, I've heard I've heard it, I don't remember if it was a dream or a vision, but yeah. that God gave you on how to do this exactly is really going to be cool. You're going to love to hear that. But next up on Kingdom Pursuits, we also have with us a very special treat and a very special person. We have my intern, who is Caleb Dillingham. And as a tr- truth radio intern, but he's also a Christian warrior, he has a a Christian blog, and he's doing all sorts of interesting things. 
And I thought it would be really cool for our listeners to hear how Caleb integrates along this whole theme of integration, how you integrate your faith in, into your life and your work. Caleb, welcome. Yeah, thank you. Uh, yeah, I'm, uh, 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 in my life, I'm in school at Guilford Tech studying uh, concert sound and lighting and then uh, going on mission trips and have my blog as well, so... And it's a lot different getting ready, somebody ready to be on the radio than actually having to be the one to be on the radio. (laughs) 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 So what he actually does for me is every week he he posts our blog here on Kingdom Pursuits, which, by the way, we have all the information about ChristianFaithAtWork.com. Chris's website and his 67 Proven proven Ways to Integrate His Faith is all there at KingdomPursuits.com as well as Caleb's blog and all that information. But you know, on Kingdom Pursuits, there's got to be a riddle. So as I was thinking about all this, we have a phenomenal opportunity to integrate our faith in a very sick world. So speaking of sick, (laughs) you're going to like this, Caleb. A man who rode in a carpool felt sick whenever he passed under a certain tunnel. And you guessed it, his doctor diagnosed him with carpool tunnel syndrome. (laughs) No, that, that could happen. Well, and Caleb, this one's a little tougher. What's the difference between bird flu and swine flu? Speaking of sickness, what's the difference between bird flu and swine flu? One needs a treatment and the other one an ointment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. That's Just saying. Wow. And at the end of all that shenanigans, you knew I would actually have a riddle, which you can win today if you can tell us which horse in the book of Revelation, which horse in the book of Revelation, might place you in a ship's compartment whose name is comparable. What horse in the book of Revelation might place you in a ship's compartment whose name is comparable? In a spaceship, sometimes they have one of those too, by the way, Johnny, if you watch Star Trek, they have one. If you have the <laughs> answer to that, riddle 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. And if you answer today's riddle, Johnny, tell them what they'll win. We have truth prize packages, including pens, books, uh, magnets, postcards. Oh, and we have books. We have lots of books. high in the sky from Happily Ever After by Anna Alt. I've got lots of copies of that. We've got books, let me tell you. All you got to do is tell us which horse in the book of Revelation might place you in a ship's compartment whose name is comparable. 866-348-7884 is a number to call in. 866-34-TRUTH. So, Chris, along those lines, I, I it's been a couple, three years since I heard the story. And I don't, was it a dream or was it a vision? And can you share it with our listeners? Absolutely. Um, I won't. I won't call it either one, Robbie. I'll just say that as I, I'm reading uh, Scripture, I'm trying to figure out what in the world uh, it looks like to integrate faith into work and, and really trying to figure out what my part would be as the president of the company. How do I do that? And, and uh, trying to get some guidance. So the picture that came to my, my mind as I'm reading through 1 Corinthians uh, 3, where Paul is talking about building, he laid the foundation of Christ, and that we're going to build on top of that with our lives. Some will use wood, hay, and stubble, and straw. Others will use precious jewels. He said, but 
basically whatever you build is going to pass through the fire on that day, on Judgment Day. And if what you've built survives the fire, uh, so it's eternal, it's not physical, then you'll be rewarded for that. If it doesn't survive the fire, if it's burned up, if it's physical, then you'll still escape, but you but just barely, basically, is what he says. So the picture that came to my mind that you're talking about is I just pictured we've got about 19 acres of, of property with three, actually four buildings, three dealerships, and a reconditioning center, and about 100 employees. Figure, you know, with, on a Saturday, I pictured this property with balloons and cars and, you know, circus atmosphere and all this going on. And then I pictured that going through the fire and what was left. And frankly, there was nothing left because the buildings burned, the cars burned, even the steel racks we had the cars on, everything burned in that fire in this picture. And so it was left with just 19 acres of scorched earth, black earth. But what I did see and what clarified it for me is uh, there were silhouettes, hundreds, hopefully thousands of silhouettes dotting this 19 acres. And the, the image I got was these silhouettes represented souls that were impacted for eternity because of the way we operated our business. And my job description at that moment became two words, add silhouette. So from that point forward, that's my goal when I get up every day, figuring out how to use this business. Yeah, that is a phenomenal. Chris, I hate to cut you off, but that music means we've got to go to a break. And we're hoping that some Riddlers will call in. I really thought you could get this. Which horse in the book of Revelation might place you in a ship's compartment whose name is comparable? 866-348-7884. we got so much more coming from Chris. You can see how powerful it is. And Caleb, when we come back. Welcome back to Kingdom Pursuits, where we hear how God takes your passion and uses it to build the kingdom. Today, we are blessed to have with us Chris Patton with his website, Christian Faith at Work, and the author of 67 Proven Ways to Integrate Your Faith into Your Business Without Being Pushy. You're going to find out how you can get that a free ebook on that very subject um, a little bit later in the broadcast. And we have with us also Caleb Dillingham. He is a truth intern and Christian warrior, and he has a blog to prove it. <laughs> and uh, he works with me often. And, and Caleb, as I was looking at your blog, I was curious, you know, and I, I said, well, let me just see what Caleb's got here. And, and I've known Caleb actually since probably you were born. I know I knew you when you were two or three, so I don't even want to think about that. But I've known Caleb as he grew up. And so I'm really, really blessed to and, – and you were in choir back when I taught – believe it or not, with my voice that it would ever teach choir. But <laughs> Caleb's been – and I have been friends for years and years. So I saw how fun I could go see Caleb's blog. And when I did, here was this picture of a paper plate. And Caleb, can you describe – this is at kingdompursuits.com, by the way, along with the stuff on – I'm Chris Patton, et cetera, but can you describe for our listeners, Caleb, what's on that plate? Uh, well, uh, during the during the winter time, uh, the there's this uh, organization city with uh, dwellings that has a uh, that has homeless shelters uh, at different churches, and uh, I volunteer at one that's off of Knollwood 
Street. It's, uh, it, I can't remember the name of it. It's Episcopalian Church down off of Nolwood Street. But, uh, uh, it's, a uh, it's a plate with, uh, that this, uh, lady gave me with a thank you note. Uh, t- tell me, uh, uh, how, how we blessed her by being there helping. Yeah, I got to read this plate because how cool is this? It says Caleb's name on the top of it, and it says Calvary Baptist Church, and it says, I want to thank you for coming to St. Tim's. So it must be St. Timothy. For coming and for helping us out with the overflow shelter. Not sure after that, but I have been blessed to have a special people like yourself Come in here and be with us. Have a blessed day, your friend, Alice White. And I find that often, Caleb, when we deal with folks in shelters and stuff where, you know, <laughs> the only reason we're not in the shelter right now, you and me, is that just by the grace of God that yeah. but so we're, we're very easily, you know, maybe two or three or ten paychecks away from being there ourselves. But those people always have this phenomenal gratitude in the sense of why would you care about somebody like me? And to, to go to the effort to write all that on the only thing that she could find was this paper plate shows that this lady had a phenomenal gratitude. Wouldn't you agree, Caleb? Yeah, it does. Yeah. And, uh, a lot, a lot of those people are just, uh, very, very glad that, uh, other people care and take the time to come down there. And so for that point in time, Caleb, you were, you were integrating your faith and you were the hands and feet of Christ. And, and the, the reason why, another reason why that paper plate jumped out at me, and you might like this, Chris, you know, for years and years, I was like Chris, I was a car dealer yeah. and we would have sales meetings every single day. And I imagine you guys have that too, right, Chris? Exactly. <laughs> and what I found was an extremely effective sales meeting was what we called the Mutual Admiration Society because so few people ever hear anything good about what they do. And so I would say, okay, this morning we're declaring a a Mutual Admiration Society, so I'm going to call on each salesman and I want you to tell me something really good about another salesman that's here at the table or there in the meeting. And it was amazing how beneficial that was and how the salesman would feel pumped up after that, and that was pretty cool. And then I got the idea, crazy as it is, to put a paper plate on their back. I took a string, put it around on the paper plate, just like that, Caleb, and I would put yeah. the paper plate over their head so that it would be on their back, and then I would have the people write out stuff that was on the paper plate and so that this person would not only have the admiration, but they would have it in writing and be able to keep it. And it's a phenomenal thing. I, I I used it as a Sunday school class one time, the same thing. Just tell us what you like about the person that was in your Sunday school class. And I went to a reunion of that Sunday school class. It was high school kids I was doing it for. <laughs> and this reunion was three years later, and they got to talking about their paper plates. And do you know that over half the class still had their paper plate, Chris? Wow. That's incredible. Because how how often do people tell us something that's encouraging about one another and we we need that oh we desperate and 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 you know that in a car dealership how many sales managers are beating them down every meeting (laughs) you know you go out there you didn't shake anybody (laughs) (laughs) but what a difference when the people that you work with give you something in writing 
that they really care about and what a way that we can we can be an encouragement and 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 God gives us these little insights into our faith as we work so Chris you got 67 proven ways <laughs> but what I would love to hear is underneath those ways there's stories of people that were hurting and and you saw God come through for one of your employees that you knew that on that day when it all burned this particular story would still be there can you share one of those for us man I sure can um, we've got a, a young gentleman um, I'll just call him Joe uh, that is in the cleanup department so he is entry level he's making eight or nine dollars an hour washing cars and uh, we had done an internal employee-only blanket drive. This was last year, about right at this time. And we had done a blanket drive for a local uh, women and children's homeless shelter. And this guy, Joe, was charged with taking roughly 100, 150 blankets. He loaded up in the truck, and he took over there to the shelter. And when he got over there, now this young man has some needs of his own, some significant financial and other needs. Um, but he's a hard worker. So he gets over there, he comes back, and he comes straight to my office, and he says, Mr. Chris, did you know there are kids out there that are homeless? And I said, yeah, Joe, I, I was aware of that. And he said, I just saw a bunch of them over at that shelter. I didn't know there were kids that were homeless. What What are they going to do for Christmas? And I said, well, I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to track with him, but I'm, I said, you know, I'm not sure what they'll do. They kind of move in and out of there. And he said, I want, to do, I want to do something for him. I want to do a car wash. Now, one of the things that we do on a regular basis is a car wash for a local organization. They come in, bring the labor. We provide all the, the tools that they need, the water, the soap, the suds, all the brushes and everything. And we let them do a car wash on our property. They charge a dollar, raise that money, and then we pay them $10 for every car they wash as a contribution to their organization. So it's a good fundraiser. And they'll raise sometimes as much as $1,500, $1,500 for that. So Mario said, I mean, Joe said, I want to do a car wash. And I said, it's two weeks from Thanksgiving. It's cold. We've already finished those for the season. <laughs> and it's usually the, the organization that brings the labor, Joe. Please don't bring the labor. And he said, I'll get volunteers from the employees. And I said, well, you're going to get them to give up a Saturday off to come out and wash cars. He said, I'll do it. And I said, to myself, it's going to be cold. I'm not sure I want to do this, but I've got to let him run with this. He's excited about it. I said, Joe, you go get a list and bring it back to me, and if it's enough people, then we'll get this done. It was less than an hour later. He shows up with a list of 25 employees signed off. I don't know if he, if he broke their arm to get them to sign or what. <laughs> we did that car wash for those kids. Joe ran the whole thing. We had... Uh, 60 or 70 people show up. We raised about $1,300, but the twist, he had them bring a toy to put in the back of the truck if they didn't have a dollar so they could donate the toys. We had a truckload full of toys, $1,300 in cash, and he got to take it back over to those kids for Christmas. And just to watch when somebody else takes an idea and runs with it, especially when they're the guy that has the needs themselves, I just it blew me away. Wow. And in that, and I and I can relate to that so well, Chris, because I can remember that it was often, you know, the guys in the in the wash pit that 
had stuff like that where they're phenomenally giving people. And um, yeah, and when we used to have a Bible study there in in the dealership that I had it, and the and they would, um, and come and share, and it, it was just a phenomenal thing to watch as you began to just shine a little bit of light, how people would just blossom in the opportunity to, to do stuff like that. And, uh, you know, it's, it's just ultimately so cool that God has you in such a place as this. And now these ideas that Chris is talking about, he shares at his website, christianfaithatwork.com. And then you have a daily email that goes out, right? Well, it's, 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 not quite daily. I do it two to three times a week, and um, you can subscribe on that website. And it's the post every every week. I'll do two or three posts, and uh, it's just what God's put on my heart. Either something we're doing in the business, or something that's worked, or something we tried that didn't work. But my goal, Robbie, with that website started out as a hobby, um, and I didn't think it really would ever get any traction. I just was doing it for myself, but. Uh, it has morphed into something that's really done fairly well, and, and, and I've gotten a lot of encouraging responses back from readers. But basically, my goal is to help other business owners and leaders to see their business and their job as an opportunity, kind of like your your the title of the show, Kingdom Pursuit, to see their opportunity to add to the kingdom through what they do as a as a an occupation. That's so business. exciting. Well, Chris, we got to go to another break, and I'm shocked that nobody knew the answer to my riddle, so I'm going to throw it out there one more time. Which horse in the book of Revelation might place you in a ship's compartment whose name is comparable? 866-348-788. Welcome back to Kingdom Pursuits, where we hear how God takes your passion and uses it to build the kingdom. Today, we are so excited to have with us actually two great friends of mine, Chris Patton with ChristianFaithAtWork.com and the author of 67 Proven Ways to Integrate Your Faith into Your Business Without Being Pushy. And we have Caleb Dillingham, our truth intern here at Truth Broadcasting and Christian Warrior with a blog. So there you go. (laughs) And as always, I... KingdomPursuits.com is a is a great resource for you because it has obviously links to Chris's website and Chris's book and Caleb's blog, but also every week we post our devotions that let it, you know for some of those of you who may go to nursing homes or you know it's that's it's that's hard it's not that hard you can have a ministry right around the corner at that nursing home assisted living place if you just go in there once a week as actually I do myself. And, and share. And so I print my devotions, which happen to be loaded with my humor and inspiring stories. I print those every week. And there's also a resource for uh, special needs ministry and uh, Sunday school. So all those things are there at kingdompursuits.com, as well as Robbie's third grade humor resource and my riddles, which I'm just shocked <laughs> that no one has called in this morning. I didn't think it was that hard, so I can see that I've got to do a little work with this riddle. Which horse? Now, there's not a lot of horses in the book of Revelation. There are a few, but I think if you begin to think through this, you can get it. And we got a whole truth prize package waiting on you, and even the book High in the Sky from Happily Ever After, if you'd like. 
which horse in the book of Revelation you might place in a ship's compartment whose name is comparable? Come on now. I know you can do this. I'm, I've never had my listeners not come through somewhere. 866-348-7884 is the number to call in. I'll say it really slow. 866 348 7884. Which horse in the book of Revelation would you place in a ship's compartment whose name is comparable? I think when you think through those horses, that you'll go, oh, I get it. And immediately you'll dial 866 345. Do you think I'm pushing Caleb to try to get somebody to answer my riddle? Ah, I see. (laughs) The line's lighting up. So somebody's going to give it a try. But Caleb, I'm curious. Uh, here you got all these different things, and and now you've 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 gone into a line. Tell folks again what you're doing at Guilford Tech. Uh, studying a concert sound and lighting, learning how to learning how to run a soundboard, and learning how to uh, make lights go crazy for concerts. And how is God using that this Christmas? Uh, well, uh. I'm helping with a Calvary Christmas production at church. Uh, going to be doing, and be helping with the production side of things. So uh, that flows into. Yeah, they got a board with yeah. all kinds of lighting and all kinds of sound. Oh, yeah. And it's kind of cool how God has taken that for you because it makes all the difference when the stage lights up, doesn't it? It You've, does. You're studying that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it does. Well, we have Sheila in Richmond. I'm very excited. <laughs> Has an answer to my riddle. So I. Sheila, you're on Kingdom Pursuits. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for taking my call. How uh, are you? God bless you for your work. No, thank you. I'm so glad you called. You have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> what do you have for me? I think it's the white horse because he went forth to conquer and to conquer. Conquering and to conquer. You know, and ships do that often. They go conquer. That's awesome. I hadn't thought of that, but that's a great answer. And so by all means, you're a winner, Sheila. There's no doubt. That that's that's one of the horses in the book of Revelation, and there's no doubt every ship I ever met, Caleb, yeah. it was out there, you know, it, battleships especially, oh, to conquer. Yeah. There you go. And and the cool thing about that particular horse that you're talking about, who's riding it? Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. He is. And, yeah. the, and, and I think about that name on his thigh, and there's just a lot of cool things when you think about that particular horse. So God bless you. I appreciate you calling in so much, and at least – we have an answer to the riddle, if nothing else. We'll get to the other. <laughs> Thank okay. you for calling in. God bless. You're welcome. Bye. So you may have another thought. It's okay. We'd love to hear from you. 866-348-7884. 866-34-TRUTH. One horse down, two to go. <laughs> <laughs> so, Caleb, at some point in time, Christ became real in your life. And, yeah. and I'm definitely curious about how that, you know, happened for you. Can you kind of take us back to that place and, and where you were and how it happened? Well, it was, uh, it was, uh, when I was, uh, younger, probably about 10, nine or 10, uh, I felt this, uh, stirring in my heart and, uh, I, uh, uh, talked to my parents and they kind of walked me through through this uh steps or whatever yeah uh, well what made sense to you when your parents told you 
uh, uh, thing that made sense the most was that uh, uh, Jesus loved me for who I am. Uh, that's a big thing that that I got out of that. And then he forgave you? Yeah, he and forgave me and I get to be with him one day. I mean, how cool is that? That's pretty awesome. <laughs> it is. So that happened for you. Oh, yeah. And Chris, I, I'm always curious, is one of the things I love to hear about is at some point it seems like our faith just becomes absolutely real. Was mm-hmm. Can you take us back to that in your life? I can. Uh, like Caleb, I became a Christian at 10 years old. My grandmother uh, led me to Christ, and and uh, I grew up in the church until, I mean, well, all my life. So, But it was 30 years old, Robbie, when um, really just a series of things happened and, and God got my attention. Uh, it started with the Left Behind books. Um, I read the first one, and what struck me not as much was the story, but the fact that the the guys that were left behind that finally realized what they had missed, they grabbed the Bible and they couldn't put it down. They kept consuming the Bible every chance they had. When they were awake, they were reading and learning. And I just it, it hit me in the face that I didn't do that. I was a Christian, I was a believer, and I wasn't reading my Bible. And so that convicted me. I started a daily quiet time, and over the next 12 to 18 months, my growth and my passion just exploded. And uh, it just, it was, from that point forward, it was real. It is, it, that's what I say, um, before I would, you take a Dixie cup, I mean, a Dixie plate, maybe not like Caleb's plate, but a paper plate, but a Dixie plate with a compartment, God was a compartment. And I realized at that point that he was actually wanting to be the entire plate in every area of my life, work, home, community, whatever was supposed to be about him. And uh, so at 30 years old is when I really got serious and said, this is this is my entire life. Well, you make so many wonderful points in that discussion, Chris. And, and I've had people all my life tell me, Robbie, you need to have boundaries. You don't talk about faith in this setting. <laughs> you, <laughs> you, 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 you don't become friends with your employees. You, you don't become friends with your clients. You don't share the Bible with people that you work with, you know, all these kind of things that, that people, um, have boundaries. I don't know how to put it other than that compartments in their Dixie plate. Like you said, that that that's where that goes. My dad always told me, Robbie, and, and I love him to death. And he is one of the big reasons I'm a believer. He's a great example. Still is. But he always told me in business, you do not mix business with politics, religion, or SEC football. You keep them all separate. And and I, so I'm opposing him in that, and he's, he's accepted it, but um, it's just that boundary idea that, hey, you got to keep it separate. And the thing of it is, for me, and I know it is for you, Chris, and, and for Caleb as well, I mean, this is life and death stuff, and as you described in, in your picture that Everything else is going to get burned up. So if I care about my employees, if I care about my friends, if I care about the people I work with, how in the world could I not? You know, and and I'm like you, Chris, that I'll read a a, a something in the word in the morning that just lights my fire. Like those who are around Mm -hmm. me know this week, I I read about the whole thing about breath and the fashion 
and how God's spirit in, in your whole soul, so to speak. Well, I immediately had to tell the come tell the people I work with, tell my daughter when I'm in the car with her, because I just experienced this and it's and it's in a way, it's like God is putting on your armor every morning. If you go into the word, you see one of the pieces of armor is the sword of the spirit. Well, if you didn't get in the word today, you got no sword. <laughs> you know, you're going into a heck of a battle and you don't have any weapons. <laughs> That's exactly right. And so <clears throat> I, I think it's so cool. And again, for me, having been in the car business to hear how God has continued to do that for you. And um, I, you also do something that I never did. So I'm, I'm very curious about this. You, you employed a chaplain for your employees and and that gives them an an opportunity to be a little bit more anonymous in in, right. in issues can you go to can you explain a little bit about that sure I, I i had the illusion robbie that in back in 03 when i started to realize this is how i was going to run the business had the illusion that they would come to me i opened the door i said you know if you've got anything you want to talk about come on and it was cricket Nobody, nobody would walk into the boss's office. It's like my, it's like my riddle. It's cricket. Exactly. So it was disappointing, and initially I took it personally. Then I realized I'm signing a check. They are not going to come to me and show weakness or, um, you know, let me know what's going wrong. So. We went and we, I hate to cut you off again, Chris, but right. that music right. means we got to go to a break. When we come back, we'll hear what happened with Chris and his employees there. By the way, we still have some other horses to go if you want to give it a shot. <laughs> 866-348-7884. We got so much more. Kingdom Pursuits coming up. Welcome back to Kingdom Pursuits, where we hear how God takes your passion and uses it to build the kingdom today. We are blessed to have with us Chris Patton with his website, ChristianFaithAtWork.com, and the author of 67 Proven Ways to Integrate Your Faith into Your Business Without Being Pushy. And all that information, again, is at KingdomPursuits.com, as well as Caleb Dillingham, who is our truth intern here at the Truth Network and Christian Warrior with a blog, which is, again, all his information's there at kingdompursuits.com. And since, apparently, I just, you know, my idea, Caleb, for this <laughs> idea with the horse in the book of Revelation was which horse in the book of Revelation might place you in a ship's compartment whose name is comparable? You see, you may know that, and Caleb kind of guessed it, there's this one horse, and he's what? Pale. He was pale. It and the pale horse, you could might say that you would put him in the sick bay, you know, right? You looked at me like, <laughs> and and you got to admit the Starship Enterprise had a sick bay. I mean, that's where that you know. <laughs> so yes, it could have been any of those things. But anyway, when we left our hero Chris, he was explaining again what happened when he thought his employees were going to come to him with their issues, but he employed this. Um, uh, chaplain in his business. Go ahead, Chris. When I realized that they were not going to come to me, we went and looked outside and found a company called Corporate Chaplains of America, which is, I, I think it's actually based in Raleigh, not too far from you guys. It is, it is. And we're and, uh, in, you know, we've got station in Raleigh. Yeah. So this organization, um, 
these chaplains are full-time, so they, they work with several different businesses to cover their hours. But uh, they work full-time. That is their only job, their only income. And we signed on with them, I think it was in uh, early 06. And we've had the same chaplain for the last eight years. And uh, he does a phenomenal job. But he's here Thursdays and Fridays, uh, most of the day, both days. And, you know, from a business owner perspective, we wanted to make sure he's not interrupting work, he's not slowing people down, that kind of thing, and they are very sensitive to that. Um, so if the conversation looks like it's going to go a little long, he'll set it to after hours or meet him for lunch or get him on break, that kind of thing. But just a phenomenal program, and it improves morale. People, it doesn't matter who you are, people go to work with baggage. They bring their, their junk from home. They just have issues, and for somebody who's a, a trained chaplain to speak with them about it and lead them, one, to solve their issues and help them talk through them, but also to come to faith in Christ, um, I, I just don't know if you can get any better than that. So have you actually had that happen, Chris, where you had employees come to faith? Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I get a report every month. Now, one of the big deals about this chaplain program is that it's 100% confidential. So like you said, Anonymous, earlier, the employee can share with the chaplain, and the only way he can break that confidence is if they're going to hurt themselves or someone else. And uh, that that has not happened. But uh, the report every month shows how many phone calls he's made with employees, how many times they've called him. His phone is available 24-7. 365 days a year, um, he's on call, and uh, he tells how many times they've had a recommitment to their faith, which we've had, um, it's north of 100 of those, and then we've had eight individual employees, and I don't know who they are, um, but that have come to him and said, I want more than this, tell me how to do it, and he walks them through the, the process. So, wow, in you know, what's the value <laughs> when you think about that, Chris, just those eight f- people that are standing on that 14 acres that yeah. when we go to heaven are going to be there as a result of that investment. I don't know. Um, I, I mean, that's just absolutely phenomenally wonderful. Well, you and can't that, put a dollar figure on that. No, it's, 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 it's awesome. And then, it, you know, there's folks with wife issue, husband, you know, they're, it's hard to go to your boss for that kind of thing. So the chaplain makes all kinds of sense, and, and that's just one of, again, Chris's 67 proven ways, and, and he would love to sign you up. It's all free, the ebook, all that stuff. If you just go to kingdompursuits.com or you can go to christianfaithatwork.com, either one, and you give him your email address, and they're going to hook you up with everything, right? You're going to get the ebook. You're going to get your... Uh, emails every week, and it's like the whole package. That's exactly right. There's also a uh, set of resources on there, Robbie, that um, are so scattered. I didn't put them into an ebook, but there's there's probably forty or fifty different um, downloads that uh, you can subscribe to separately. But basically, again, it's just your e- email. Um, you put that in for the. Uh, it's uh, on that page. It's the resource kit, and uh, there are devotions probably similar to what you use in the nursing home um, that we use for the sales meetings. Uh, so when I do those devotions, I put them on there in that in that resource library, and uh, you can download those as well for free. Absolutely awesome. Well, getting back to my intern over here, Caleb Dillingham, he, as I mentioned, 
he's got this blog. And so as I look down here, Caleb, you got this one. It says my story. And it says the question for me and you to ponder today is if someone closely examined my life, would they come away with the conclusion that I'm a person of faith, that I take God and his word seriously? The Bible says they shall know us for our fruits. What does your fruit look like? My fruit is is still growing because c- it's a it's a daily daily uh, thing of walking with God and it's never ending to till till Jesus returns. Uh, but uh, it's it's growing in the right direction. Hopefully. <laughs> oh, it's a beautiful picture, <laughs> yeah. and I can't tell you, Caleb. That for me, one my favorite book in the Bible is the Song of Songs. Oh yeah, and one of my favorite parts of that book is when she, the beloved who is the bride of Christ, he goes knocking on the door and she don't answer. <laughs> Next thing you know, <laughs> she takes off, and now it starts this search, and it it, it re- results in this phenomenal conversation between the beloved, the bride of Christ and the people that are in attendance there. And she goes on to describe all that, you know, why her beloved is the most fair, right? And you know, that's, it's the fairest of 10,000, so to speak. That's where that comes from is there in that discussion in the song of Solomon. But one of the neatest things of that is when you go from the fifth chapter, to the sixth chapter of the song of Solomon, they ask her kind of where he is and she knows the whole time. And I'm, you know, it's one of those things you go, really? Why, you know, why are we, and she says, I know where he is. He is walking amongst the garden and he's looking at the new buds and he's gathering. In other words, he's down there enjoying his new fruit. And so as I think of your life there, Chris and Caleb's and mine, that when, when Christ is down here walking with us on earth, he is loving those little buds that comes up. He's, he's loving the, the blog, by the way, Caleb. He's, he's loving that your thought, well, wow, I can do this in a, in a music. I can operate the board yeah. here at Guilford Tech at a music yeah. event that's mm-hmm. going to happen at Calvary Church, and, and there will probably be 30 to 40 people come to Christ through that event, right? Yeah, there probably will be, yeah. It's- and this lady that was at the homeless shelter when you, when you were over there, you know, there's fruit. And so every time if, if – you know, whatever it is that God gives you a passion for, if he gives you a passion to operate a soundboard, he's going to show you how to make fruit f- happen from that. If he gives you a passion on how to operate your business, he can make fruit happen from that. Right, Chris? That's right. And so it's 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 one of those things that we're just all so blessed. But I, I'm curious, Chris, come Monday morning, you're going to have a lot of employees who are going to be talking about Paris. And and I had that question on the Christian Car Guy show what, do you have any light that you could shine for them um, sort of as our last words today? Well, that's a good question, Robbie. Um, and it's such a hard thing to look at and to make total sense of and, and boil it down to, into some concise wisdom. So I can't do that. What I can tell you and what I would tell them and will tell them Monday is uh, there are things that happen in this world that don't make sense to us. There's evil, there's bad, there's there are just things that do not make sense. And that for that very reason is why I place my faith in God where 
what I read and what I see in, in my relationship with him does make sense. It's a, it's a refuge. You can call it all the, the, the words you want to, refuge, a, a, a safe house. It, 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 you're under his wings, whatever you want to describe it. But the bottom line is he is not changing. He is exactly what he was a thousand years ago. He is today, and I can count on him. He's faithful, and that's the only reason I have hope. So when I look at the world, and I've got kids growing up in this world, and I just want to rip what's left of my hair out, <laughs> I've got to go back to that God is constant, that he is there, that Jesus loves me, like Caleb said, for who I am, regardless of my warts and my, my flaws. And I've got to rest in that and just trust that what happens in Paris and what happens, you know, in in the city next to us or whatever, that he's got it under control and that I'm I'm protected. And you know, the thing that one of the favorite verses or, or passages for me, Robbie, is in Psalm 91. And I'm not a scholar, so I may not, there may be some scholars out there that correct me on this, but the way I've read it, where it talks about, a, you know, the arrows come at you, the, the thousand fall at your right, some fall at your left, it's that your tent is protected. I know I'm going to die, so I know he's not telling me, if you just follow me, you'll never die on this earth. But I think it's referring to our soul, and I see whether my physical body dies in, in a Paris-type accident, or not accident, uh, incident, or not, I'm with him. I'm protected by him. And that's where I place my faith and, and for someone to Yeah, we got to go, but that's a great great way to end the show. God bless everybody. And let's be thinking about how we can be a light in work on Monday morning. Thanks for listening. So much truth.